Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home repair. Today, we are going to do a client story, um, I believe, about a portable dishwasher and the dramas around a replacement repair. Is it repair? It's, it, it was a repair. And now I, I didn't get the absolute end result because I, I was told it's like, well, we're not absolutely sure, but we think we got it fixed. Nice. So, yeah. so the kind of a cliffhanger, right? All right. Awesome. For dishwasher. <laughs> yes. Also, we're going to do. Um, we're going to cover fall maintenance. It's that time. Fall maintenance, and we're going to concentrate today on the outside of the house. And next week, um, we are going to do the inside of the house in fall maintenance. And then for our listener question, we have one that we're diving into today, and it's about smart homes. So stick around for that through the whole thing to the end. Yes. All right. Yes. So let's start with your client story. Tell us about it. Okay. So, um, you know, we ask, uh, give us your stories. And um, my neighbors are so sweet. They actually listen to the podcast. I, I'm getting the story of their dishwasher. They have a portable dishwasher. It's kind of funny because they have the same portable dishwasher as we do. It's probably 25 years old. Who knows? But it's still working. And and by portable dishwasher, because they're they're using that name for small dishwashers, this is one that actually you have to roll up to your kitchen sink. Exactly. It lives someplace else in the kitchen. Yep. You roll it up and you hook it up to it and it does its business there. Yep. Yep. All right. That's that's the thing. So we're still doing those. So we well, some of us are, yes. <laughs> um and so there's leaked. They um at what discovered at what, that what place? There's, um, they weren't sure. They just had water on the floor. Ah, okay. Water on the floor. Water on the floor. And so um, they started, and they're expensive. Portable dishwashers are expensive. They're like $800. Portable anything that they say portable on it's means crazy. small because we more and more we need smaller units. Don't even get me started. Again, it's a condo <laughs> story. Oh. With that dang utility closet. They used oh. to make thing components like that small that could fit in right. utility closets and you know washer dryer closets and now um washer and dryers they're so big they're huge nothing fits in those closets mm-hmm. anymore so in order to and and those are 300 to 500 dollars right but they don't fit even the small so you have to go to the next jump you have to it's the small size and just go ahead and add 400 bucks to it Right, three hundred to four hundred dollars. Exactly, exactly. It's been, yeah. This is the this is the third special appliance, you know, because <laughs> of the size oh, that we've had yeah. to do in that condo. Yep. So portable, <laughs> portable, <laughs> Sorry, aka expensive. <laughs> yes, um, leaking on the floor, and so they started. They started. They did a Google search. Is um, theirs as old as yours? So yeah, it's like so, the same exact model. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they just 
I, I don't know. Somebody I don't know. I don't know how that exactly up and down the door to door salesman, and yeah. we got some portable dishwashers <laughs> here. So they did. Uh, they they did a Google search, and maybe they did some YouTube. Um, they just started cleaning the stuff out. Now, if you've never really looked at your dishwasher, really looked at like the door gasket. Mm-hmm. or there's actually a filter area where the steam comes out. The insides of dishwashers are nasty. They really are. <laughs> that I I have taken mine apart and you know the inside part and yeah. and oh my word, it's it's bad. It's it's like uh, gelatinous material um that is just wow. like decomposing hair and not that you have hair in your dishwasher, but food stuff. And it just, it smells like rotten eggs and it's that gray brown kind of color. Ugh, and yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently um, uh, they discovered that, that um, they had some gunk that needed to be uh, cleaned out of it. And they How did put they access in- it? Well, they as best they could with the tools that they had. They got you know as much of it out as they as they possibly could, and then they put in uh, some baking soda with some vinegar. Mm-hmm. So then you get that acid base reaction. Um, ran that through several times, and the last report was, "I think we've got it, but I'll let you know." Um, so it so was, why would goop create the leak? Um, you know, rather than like a, what a they, loose hose. Or- what they said to me was, if you if you really look at the the gasket on the the door, yes. right? It, the, the dishwasher is not designed to hold a whole lot of water. It's designed to spin the water around and, and wash right. them, but it, it's not it's not designed to not to, a washer exactly. And so if you've if you've got clogging in there from all of your nice gunk, right? It's not draining out like it needs to. So right. the water level will will rise. Oh, and put pressure on that gasket or right. whatever the heck. And, and you can get it to leak oh. out. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So So they cleaned it out and they think at this point they're not having the leaking problem yes. that they had before. Yes. How From, counterintuitive. I just would have not thought gunk could create a leaking problem. Wow. Uh-huh. Saved a whole lot of money. Vinegar yeah. and baking soda. And they can use that portable dishwasher for just a little bit more. Ten more years. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. Let's yeah. move on to fall maintenance. It's that time. What should we be doing outside our house? Okay, get your calendars out. Um, so my suggestion, like I've said in the past, is to uh, schedule it. Put it on your calendar. Like, I don't know, every other weekend, pick a task. So mm. a weekend, you know, so through the fall. You you you're doing you're doing one. So it's never any task. one big job, right? Yeah. Right. So you're not spending you know an entire weekend doing it. It's it's something that you can take care of in you know maybe an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it depends on you know how often you've done it. Like if you haven't cleaned your your gutters in a while, and they're packed in there, and right. you've got a garden growing out. Well, it's going to take you a little bit longer than if you had done it you know in the spring after you know after the winter. Mm-hmm. Um. Or for the last five, ten years. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I know it's a little early because it's still kind of, it's still officially summer. Right. And we haven't and, had quite the leaf drop right. yet. So so in November, make sure that you put on your calendar that you want to prepare your hose bibs or your faucets, outside mm-hmm. faucets, right? With your little styrofoam um, insulated Does this really things. Help? A little bit. They are able to 
trap that heat that's actually coming from the house mm-hmm. um, and hold that in there a little okay. bit. And that's how a frost-free uh, hose bib works is the actual mechanism that stops the water is back away from the handle, usually right. 10 inches or so inside the wall. So the heat from the house is actually keeping the water from freezing just, in that Just pipe. that little bit higher. Just that, that little bit is, is enough. Not always. I mean, it, depending upon how cold it gets. But here in the Pacific Northwest, it's usually enough mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. To, keep it, to keep it flowing good. Um, so your hose bibs and your sprinkler systems, if you, if you happen to have one. Mm-hmm. So you want to do those. You want to um, inspect your, the caulking around your windows and your doors to make sure that you're not having any leaking around that. Um, clean your gutters and your downspouts. Uh, like I said about the garden growing in your in your gutters, uh, downspouts is huge to make sure that I don't know how many calls we get in the winter when those rains come yeah. and I've got leaking in my basement and come to find out it's a it's a downspout that the elbow has come off so it's running straight down the foundation and it's going into into the basement. Um, so you want to make sure that you've got the elbow on there. If it goes into a pipe, that the pipe is um, flowing freely. Uh, stick a hose down there mm-hmm. now and see if it backs back up. Mm. Um, you can you can put a snake down there. Okay. Um, to to just clear about to it ask. up. I was thinking, can you use a snake on like a gutter if it's a kind of a long throw? You can. Yeah. Yeah. On a on a you know from a, a gutter and the downspout, you can sometimes just tap it is enough to to get that thing to to loosen up. And oftentimes it's just one small area of the downspout that's clogged yeah. up. Um, but you want to make sure all that stuff's flowing freely. Then you want to inspect your roof. Make sure that you don't have any missing shingles. And I don't know if you want to get up on it, up on the roof. You want to go over to your neighbors with a pair of binoculars, check it out. Get a drone. Drone. I think oh. drones are the way to go on that. These nice inspecting things. Right, right. You know, and then it can be a nice neighborhood thing because then you can offer to look at other people's. <laughs> Okay. Roofs. <laughs> I'm always looking for community engagement. Okay. He's going to go around the neighborhood and say to get a uh, release form signed first. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. flying my drone, inspecting <laughs> roofs. Yes, I am. Right. That's what yeah. I'm doing. I'm inspecting but, your roof. But that is a good idea. That yeah. is a very good idea. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't take much for, for that leak to start. Right, so you got one because little. because visually, visually you could see probably the problem that's going to, to appear, or do you actually have to touch the roof? No, you don't have to touch it. I mean, it's okay. the the pattern on a on an asphalt shingle is you know usually three tab, or they have the architectural, which is a little bit different, but still there's right. a pattern. And if right. you, if you see that there's, you can tell if there's like half a shingle missing, or there's a tab pulled off. Or something like or that. It's cattywampus or scum. right. You can you can usually tell by just you know taking a look at it. You know, just carefully inspect. Yeah, and, yeah. and see. Um, make sure that the the um, fascia boards and things like that that are coming down um, are not rotted on the end. That they're painted or they're yeah. covered with metal, so you're not having to um, deal with that and the rot that will ensue. Um, yeah. So it's it's pretty easy to see. Uh, a roof that needs to have a little bit of work done mm-hmm. on it. Uh, make sure that the your branches are all cut away from it, um, at least three feet. The reason you want to do that at least three feet because when that wind starts blowing and it will just, you know, back and forth, rakes across it and just takes that protective stony, you know, um, 
coating off of it and, and just wreaks havoc on the, on the shingles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the outside stuff. Oh, wait, one more. Fertilized lawn. If you want green grass. Fertilize it now. Fertilize it. Well, right what now. Well, in the fall. Okay. So Pacific Northwest, we are still in the dormant grass stage. Right. Right. You know, throughout the summer, we have brown grass. Um, about the end of September, we'll start getting green grass again. It'll, it'll come back to life. And so, um, put that, put that on your calendar in October. Okay. So uh, early to, October. Yeah. Maybe. Fertilize it, fertilize it then. So then you go through the, through the winter and it'll nice. be all beautiful in the spring. I didn't know that. Yeah. I really have never had a whole lot of lawn, but oh. that's nice to know. And you definitely have no lawn now. I definitely have no lawn now. Wow. But how is that? You don't even own a, a lawnmower, do you? Not anymore. When we moved over, I gave up my lawnmower, and that was, it was interesting. I have had lawns, and I grew up with a lot of lawn, and so there was a little bit of an identity issue to not have a lawnmower. Really? It was ridiculous, but yes. (laughs) I think the same thing happened. I gave up my wheelbarrow because I knew I wasn't going to be doing anything that a wheelbarrow would actually help with because of the the big hill. Wow. But no, it was strange. I, I, I even... When I drive along and somebody's giving away their lawnmower, you know, or and it says kind of works or free, works great. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, oh, should I have a lawnmower? No. You I don't need, need a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems like a grown up thing that you should have is a lawnmower. A homeowner <laughs> thing you should have. So yeah, I'm still coping. I'm 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 working it out. It'll, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> All right, so next week we will go into um, fall maintenance, what you should be doing on the inside, inside. of your house. But mm-hmm. on the outside, it's all about gutters, preparing for temperature drops, the rain, and, and the wind, and, the, and the, all that great stuff yeah. that, we, that we have in the winter. All Looking forward to it. No. No. <laughs> no, she's not. No, I'm not. No, all right, I'm not. so today we had a listener question that we kind of wanted to ruminate about. Right. What do they say? Smart homes. What smart home? What goes into it, and and what, what does it, it mean? What does it mean? And and so this is going to be a learning uh, a learning thing because I don't know a lot about smart homes. I think you do, just from our conversations that we've had. Yeah, um, you know more about it than I do. Um, Interesting. And, and it's I think that we are getting more and more people that are asking us as a business. It's like to to install some stuff, um, and so it's like, well, let's. Let's learn together. Super. Yeah. Super. It's an umbrella term. Lots of things can be happening under it. It's not any right. one thing. Right. It tends to have some components. And so what would a smart home do? What are some of the things that a smart home might do? It would be your security system could be considered yeah. the smart home. Uh, having the lights uh turn off and on automatically, um, being able to set your thermostat with your phone, right? You're coming home from work and, and it, you know, an hour before, or you forgot to turn the thermostat down. Right. Um, because and, we've had, um, thermostats that you could schedule. Right. Programmable. But this is, yes. Right. But this is a step above that mm-hmm. and saying, and it still has that programmable element to it, right. but now here's a step further Right. in that you have, one, it's easier Hmm. To, to program because the it's not so many embedded menus, but it's also that you can access it and monitor it remotely. Right, right. I've even read that that there are smart 
thermostats that will actually learn your uh, behavior, behavior routines or yeah. right. Or, you know, and, and so that it'll, it'll, it'll do it for you automatically. AI, man. I know. It's I of know. the future. <laughs> Invest in AI right now. <laughs> I'm asking you questions like we usually do, like but I like know. you say. <laughs> and so, um, listeners, if you have any information on it or you're using smart items, uh, let us know how they're working out for you. Do you find that they're worth their value? They are. Right. T- they tend to be expensive, more expensive things. Mm-hmm. You know, those smart smart door locks and and knobs are they can get a little pricey when you compare them to just the regular ones. Right. Right. But they have some huge advantages. So we'd love to hear if you have examples of how they're making your life easier or did it just get complicated or I don't really use all those smart functions. I'd love to hear about it and maybe your uh, stories about installing them. Like did you do it? My I mean, fun- are they wireless? Is it all wireless? That's it's, what I don't know. Is it see, all wireless? Yeah, and I think smart smart homes uh-huh. are are continuing to evolve. Because remember when the big thing was to make sure cat uh, oh right! Was all through new building had cat running all right. Through you it. walk in the closet and it's got this huge box that's got you know nine hundred wires in it and right, right right. And you needed that because everything needed a whole lot of speed. There were different kind of protocols, not just internet things being. And that's still the case. That um, protocol, those wires can carry different things other than we're just used to the being internet. Mm-hmm. And I think smart items to get that remote aspect has to be connected to the internet, number one, in order to be remote. You have a subscription someplace. And so that device is talking to that place up in the cloud, and then your phone talks to that place up in the but cloud. But it's a little, it's a, isn't it a little bit different, my understanding, that that internet hub for your smart features is a little bit different than the the router that you're using for your internet for your computer? Almost definitely. But it is talking to the internet. Okay. Because that's the only way your phone is going to be able to do the remote piece of it mm-hmm. has to be going up to the cloud somehow. Okay. And so like the ring, you have a ring account. Okay. And so that account is talking to your your door all the time. However you've set it up. We'll just use the security for an example. Uh-huh. So I've set up parameters. It'll send me an alert. Because that device just t- called Ring <laughs> and said, hey, somebody tripped this door or somebody went in front of my camera. So go tell whoever you're supposed to tell that that happened. Oh, and wow. then I'm on the other end and I'm like, ooh, somebody's at my front door. Now I don't have to be there because Ring up in the cloud told me that. So, it's, so it'll do it even just just by motion? Oh, you can set up all kinds of stuff. Oh, really? Okay. Because, yes. you know, I've... I've pushed the button and I've gotten the ring, right? It's like, and I'm assuming that they can see me and I try not to do anything weird. Right. Uh, but so I didn't, I didn't realize that it, you could even. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Again, huh. we'll just stick okay. on the security piece. I okay. have, I have a ring doorbell, mm-hmm. which also has a camera on it. And ring has lots of, as do many other brands have different things. So I have an indoor sensor. I've got a camera ring. And then I've got also sensors on the doors. And so if the door is opened or closed, it's, it sends the information to my Ring hub that talks to, via the internet, my Ring subscription. Mm-hmm. So I have a camera on the doorbell, which w- isn't taking uh, video all the time. There actually is a setting that you can have video 
oh, recording okay. all the time. Okay. Runs the heck out of your battery, and you have to have a, a kind of a bigger subscription. Oh, okay. Because it's capturing that, you know, that doesn't have a recording device in it. Mm-hmm. It's just taking the video. It's like streaming. Oh, right. It's basically right. Yeah. live streaming. Your camera's oh, doing that. Oh, okay. Now, I have it to, send, uh, to start taking video when it senses something move in front of it. So, for example, in this back door, I have an alley. Well, if every time a car went through this alley and it sent me an alert, hey, somebody's at your back door, something right. you know, has gone through. So now it's even pretty smart that the camera can take a, a big picture and you can say, hey, don't pay attention to anything here. Don't pay attention to anything here. So you can basically crop an area that you want that camera to actually monitor. Oh, I see. And the nice thing about that is that, you know, like if you had a nearby neighbor who's out on their deck all the time, and your camera may have a wide enough angle Mm -hmm. that it might capture that. Or every time your neighbor goes to get their mail, you know, their mail or their newspapers, like you don't want that to be. Um, So it's gotten smarter and smarter and smarter about how you can control when it gets, when the sensor is okay. And it's helped a lot. Really? On a oh yeah. When my old ring um, saw everything, you know, saw a bird in the sky. Oh, <laughs> you know, and now it's a lot smarter in, in doing that. Okay, but that's how it's working. It's it's talking to someplace on the internet and then talking to your phone. Okay, giving you an alert. It's kind of like your email. You know, email isn't sitting in your home. It's you send it up to a server and then the server sends it off to the person. Right. That you're sending it to. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a that's a little cloddy of an, an example. Okay. But it's doing that, and so the systems are getting more complex, and so it may seem like it's just sitting there in the hub. But when you think about it, like the the Amazon, you know, the Alexas, and that's the Alexa, the, the commands on Alexa, uh-huh. that is happening locally. You know, that's not going up anywhere. Oh, but okay. Then, it's going to that yeah, to but that it is, device. It's using your wireless network to talk to that device. Oh, okay. That device has to be on your network, mm-hmm. and the Alexa has to be on your network. Oh, okay. So uh, there are two different levels, uh-huh. but the remoteness um, has to be either going th- directly through your wireless, or it has to be talking to the cloud and then being sent to you. Okay. Now, are there things that you can add to that ring? You did say that you've got cameras that are that are yeah, associated so with the Ring. That's the yeah the Ring family. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, Nest is the other big name in this that they have all different kind of components. Oh yeah, so the like thermostat. The, the yes, thermostat Nest was is one the big on there. Yeah, yeah. But I think Nest also has uh, security things as well. Okay. So I can have security lights mm-hmm. that you know. Uh, sense why, you know, either lightness or darkness or movement. And, you know, let's say I know there's going to be a lot of people walking by and I don't want that flashing on and off all the time. I can say, hey, overwrite it, but I'm in the next state. I can overwrite it. Mm-hmm. The um, doorbells and, and the door locks, I can let somebody in with a specific code um, and then that code disappears on one use. I mean, really Wow. Things like, yeah, I mean, it's real kind of fun, convenient stuff like that. And that I, was one of the big, the cool thing about the smart home devices is you move them to your next home. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's wired in. It really is just putting it into the... Now, some ring things are wired, and some security things are both. They'll, they're wired. They'll go to your hub just so that you don't have to worry about battery. Oh, okay. 
cool. I knew you would know so much more about that than I do. And you know, it's always changing. It's always changing. It's always getting better. Yes, yes. (laughs) What about like, because the blinds, you can do your blinds. Yes. Right. You see that in the movies. Right. And that used to be a fancy thing and it's it's getting more accessible. Okay. Anyway, smart smart play. We're going to be digging into this more and more. And again, we'd love to hear you, listener, if you have stories or ideas or if there's something I said completely wrong. Because uh, I do only use the ring uh, system, so there may be other systems doing different and, things. And we will admit when we were wrong. And maybe have an expert in. So I always get, what, what throws me off, and I should think differently, uh, is, you know, I start getting the electronic stuff. It's like, well, I got to wire it. I got I to gotta figure out, it's like, oh, it's got speaker wires. It's got to go from here to here. And it's like, I don't want to do wiring. I don't want to do, you know, I mean, I know how to, you know, move an right. outlet or, or add outlets and things like that. I don't want to do it. I don't want the wires on the outside. I don't want the wires in the walls. You know, it's like, so now that you've just talked about it, it's like, oh my God, it's all wireless. I could do this. I think I'm going to go shopping. Oh, you got it. It's so much fun to just, because the, there's a level of detail and control mm-hmm. that none of us need, but- <laughs> But it's so fun to have. Right, right. You well, know, we don't even have a doorbell. We had a doorbell at one time before I moved into the house, and it's just covered over, I think, with a piece of tape that's been painted, actually. Right. I mean, high class. I love high class. I think a door not a doorbell would be a great a good starter. Yes. Starter yes. project. And the, and most of the the rings have some without cameras, but why not have a camera? Right, right. And yeah. And the alarm, you know, there's all different, there are some drawbacks to it, but there was, it's so affordable to have at least some level of security. And it's also just good to see what's happening around your house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good information, mm-hmm. even if we're not talking criminal. Right. It's kind of nice to know what's going around your house. Uh, you can also just turn it around and watch your inside of your house. They have inside cameras too. That's kind of creepy. People do it with their animals. So you can have a uh, Yeah, I guess. I guess we, you know, I've got. I mean, we're going to try it. We got to see, you know, we're dealing with a new puppy and seeing oh, what's right. her separation anxiety level. I think she's amazing, but we'll see what she's really doing while we're gone. Right. You know, all kinds of fun things on that. Um, there is a delay, you know, so the sensor's got to talk to the internet and the internet says, oh yeah, start that camera. And it starts the camera. So if you have a short walkway up to your mailbox, I'll get an alert that... Uh, there's something in front of my door. And by the time I get the alert, then I open up the app or get the video sent back to me. I don't see anything. It's because they're already out of frame and at the mailbox. If I continue to watch it, I'll see them go back. Uh So that's a lifetime handicap. And that's why some people want the video going all the time. Uh Um, But then uh, if you do have a subscription, they'll save your videos up there. Mm-hmm. So it, um, but the camera will take a couple seconds to start. So if anything's happening quickly, you may not the be- get the beginning of it. Oh, okay. So, okay. And that there might be, I'm not an expert on anything. So that some of them might be a little faster than others, mm-hmm. you know, but so it has some drawbacks, but to certainly better than nothing, I certainly feel better about it in a, uh, particularly in a building that I don't live in that I can kind of know what's going on. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking our new office that we're going to be moving into in the next 
month or so uh, being down in the industrial area would probably be a really good idea. The nice thing about like the, the doorbells and, um, is that they have speaking capability, audio capability too. So you can hear what's going on. And then you hey, can, and get you, out of there. I have done that. Really? It was 2 a.m. in the morning. Oh. And I got an alert. And it said, somebody's at your front. Somebody rang your front doorbell. Huh. And there was a guy at my door. This is at the studio door. And so I, I was able to turn the speaker. And he seemed fine. You know, he was a little drunk, but he seemed fine. And so I was able to speak to him and say, I said, hey, man, you know, uh, can I help you? He's like, I need to record something. I need to record something. And so I got to talk to him a little bit more, and I realized he was looking for the guy who, who worked in the studio before me. So they were used to working in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. And so uh, Bill, or Billy did work at the middle, in the middle of the night. So he was used to being, you know, he, this particular guy was, he was, had gone he was clubbing. moved right then. Yeah, he was he clubbing, it. and he goes, I need, I need to rap. I need to do some stuff. I'm like, oh, I said, I'm so sorry. I can't help you. I said, I don't work those hours. And he was totally cool. He's like, oh, he goes, I'm disappointed. He goes, and I said, and I don't know where Billy's gone, you know, to work. So I'm sorry. I can't help you on that. He's like, oh, okay. And then he left, you know, he left. And he did come back one other morning. You know, I think he had forgotten. And he came back again. <laughs> and he brought a friend with him. And I said, Still don't work these hours. Oh, He's wow. like, oh, I'm sorry. So, I mean, it was handy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it just has nice little fun things, especially All if you're right, snooping. Well, I'm going to look into it. Hey, you should. And then we'll, we'll hear your stories. Right. All right. Join us next week when we'll talk about fall maintenance inside. Uh, we're going to have a painting tip. And then we're going to talk about, drum roll please, shower doors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have stories or any questions, please write us at askamy at amyworks.com. And leave us a review if you're so inclined. Please. Uh, that would help us a lot. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.